Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Boys Wrestling. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph. On the web at PennStateHealth.org. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. And the Reading Royals. Now to the mat. Here's your announcer, Mike Boyer. Good evening, wrestling fans, and welcome to this Wednesday night edition of High School Wrestling. We are coming to you live from Hawk Hill in Hamburg, Pennsylvania, from the Hamburg High School for tonight's Berks County Section 1 must-win match for the Eagles. Exeter must win tonight if they are to have any chance to qualify for the Berks County Team Championships this Friday at Why I'm Missing. A win by the Eagles tonight, and that being matched with a win by the Wilson Bulldogs over the Governor Riffin Mustangs, could be enough to push the Eagles into second place in the Section 1 between Governor Mifflin, Daniel Boone, and Exeter. Uh, there's a three-way tie if that happens tonight. If Daniel Boone beats Muhlenberg, if Exeter beats Hamburg, and Wilson beats Governor Mifflin, there'll be a three-way tie at 4-2 and two in Section 1. Um, all three teams are 1-1 one one against each other, so that takes out the first tiebreaker, which is head-to-head. -head. The second tiebreaker then goes to highest district power ranking coming into the postseason tournament. Currently, Governor Mifflin sits ahead of Exeter by a small margin. But will that margin remain enough after tonight's matches? We'll have to wait and find out tomorrow morning to see what the future holds for the Eagles. As for tonight, on paper, this should be over very early for the Eagles. But if their inconsistency shows up again tonight, there could be trouble here on Hawk Hill. I'll be back in a few minutes to discuss the Eagles' season-to-date uh, stats and take a closer look at some of the leaders for this Exeter Wrestling team. It's workday for the Eagles, and they know exactly what they need to do tonight. You're listening to Jerry Geloff Media's presentation of Exeter High School Wrestling right here on the Exeter Sports Network. Boom, 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 boom. Gonna shoot you right down. Right off of your feet. Take you home with me. Your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a healthcare provider on your schedule from wherever you are. Simply open the free app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one -on -one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, and even get a referral if needed. Learn more at pennstatehealth.org forward slash on demand. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Let's get back to the match on the Exeter Sports Network. And we are back live for tonight's final league dual meet of the 2021-2022 season for the Eagles. Leading the way for Exeter into tonight's match are seniors Johnny Miller and Nick Nettleton. Uh, Nick Nettleton recorded his 100th win this past weekend and became just the 16th, 15th wrestler in school history to hit the century mark. He ran his record to 21-6 on the season and now sits at 101-31 and 31 for his career. Nick's a two-time Berks County champion, including this year when he claimed the 160-pound Berks County Individual Championships earlier this season. 
Johnny Miller, also a senior, he also recorded his 100th win uh, this past weekend to join Nick in the Exeter Wrestling Century Club. He ran his uh, current record to 31-2 and, and now sits at 100 wins and 27 losses for his career. He is also a two-time Berks County champion with his win this season at 189 pounds a few weeks ago at the Geigel Complex. The Eagles enter tonight's match under first-year head coach Kevin Oswald with a 10-6 overall record and a 3-2 record in Section 1. They have been without three of their key weapons for most of the season. They lost sophomores Michael Borja and Ashton Warshaw early this month, and Borja will be out for the entire season, not able to wrestle even in the postseason. He was 14-7 and and started to hit his stride when he injured his knee at the Octorora Duels and had surgery two weeks ago on that knee. Ashton Warshaw was injured on the same day as Michael and is working himself back into shape as he'll look to get back on the mat uh, this coming weekend or possibly at sectionals for his first time since the January 8th injury. Warshaw uh, returned to the match, will come with an 11-6 record. And then the third one who's not wrestling right now is Sam Orzelak, who's been sidelined for the past two weeks with an injury. Sam should be fully recovered and ready to go in the near future. Um, it'll be great to have Ashton and Sam back on the mat as soon as possible for the Eagles, but it may be a little too little and a little too late. Coach Walt Oswald has had to wrestle a number of underclassmen in his lineup over the course of this season. He's gotten some really good matches from a trio of sophomores, Joey Henderson, Matt DePiro, and Finn Strauss. Joey Henderson sits at a 17-14 record on the season, and he took fifth place at the Berks County Individual Tournament. Matt DePiro, wrestling his first year of high school wrestling at 152 pounds, has worked himself into that weight class and has wrestled his way to a 14-10 record in his first season. And then Finn Strauss has showed vast improvements uh, from a season ago when he had 12 wins on the season and claimed fourth place at the Berks County Individual Tournament. Joining Strauss at 12 wins on the season are three freshmen, Racer Boyd at 106, Conlon Boyer at 126, and Gavin Geary at 132 pounds. Both Boyer and Geary placed in the Berks County Individual Championships this season, Boyer taking third and Geary taking sixth. To make a comparison just to see where this year's freshman class is compared to last year's freshman class, uh, last season the freshman averaged 13 wins apiece uh, for this season. And uh, we'll, we'll see them all on display tonight as the Eagles look to keep their postseason hopes alive here at Hamburg. I'll be back uh, after introductions here uh, for a short break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network.
And we're back right here to live action as we're getting introductions done right here. Tonight's match will start at 160 pounds. And so we're starting at 106 for introductions. We have Molly Lube now going at 106, and she will be facing Isabel Wilkins. At 113 will be Ian Lubinow. And Wiley and, and Riley Petrie, uh, freshman, 1-0 in the season. At 120 will be either Joey Henderson or Shazier Woody. And for the, um, it'll be uh, um, Ethan Fix. Yeah, their lineups are all messed up here. So at 132, we have Conlon Boyer for the Eagles. And for um, the Hawks, Daniel Brady. So again, there should be a match there at 132. Everyone's bumping up here to help Al Hamburg. And so it'll be Mason Fisher at 145 against um, Tanner Karras. So I'm now going back to my book here and making changes as they make announcements. DePiro at 152 for Exeter against Monroe. Again, at 160 should be a forfeit. Uh, Dave Best is, is the announcer right now for Hamburg, a uh, longtime coach here, and uh, I'm not sure what he's announcing right now. Uh, he's having fun doing it, Mike. He is, and, and, and Dave Best is very well respected as an educator in Hamburg for many years, um, but I'm not sure exactly what we're seeing here, who's going where. Uh, we just missed Johnny Miller at 189 pounds. So I, I guess they're bumping guys out of our lineup now. He's doing it in his own order. Leave him alone, Mike. We will be starting at 160, though. Mike, how is that determined for us laymen? Where to start? Like, to me, you start at the bottom and work your way up. And, and they did that for many years, and, and then people looked at it and thought it was too much pressure on the heavyweights at the end of matches if it always came down to the heavyweight. And so what they did was now there are 13 weight classes. So the referee, Dan Holman tonight, has a bag during weigh-ins, and he pulls out a number. And whatever number that corresponds to whichever weight class, that's where you start. So at 160, uh, you make me do my math here real quick. But So number nine was pulled from the bag tonight, telling us we'll start at 160. And so that's how you know which match going to start with. I like that system. Yeah, it, it changes all the time. Now, in college, they start at 125 and go to heavyweight, but they take a halftime break in college. Um, and so uh, Hamburg won the toss here. I imagine they'll make Hamburg red in the officials' bands here and Exeter green, but uh, I'm not sure. We should get a forfeit to start here with Finn Strauss at 160, but after that introduction, I have no idea who's now wrestling <laughs> at this point. So yeah, Hamburg comes in struggling this year. Uh, they are one and four in the league, one and twelve overall. Um, a team that comes in having had great success for many, many years. Uh, Coach Miller, Glenn Miller, is in his third year here. Um, he's been a, a PIAA District Three Coach of the Year. 
Um, and and this, this program up here is used to winning, and this year it's just been a down year for him. And so Finn Strauss on the mat here at 160, and we've got a forfeit already. So Exeter's up 6-0. That'll take us to 172. This should be Nick Nettleton against Aiden Homan. Nettleton, as we said, is a senior coming in today with a record of 21-6. Homan, a junior at 2-0. And he joined the century mark this weekend, did he not? He did with his 100th win and his 101st win of the season. So Homan and Nettleton here at 172. Not of the season. No, that, that would be a real record. <laughs> Into an underhook right here. Uh, Nick has the underhook in the left arm. Jim with the right hand. Gets Holman on the ground on his knees. Buries his head to the left side. Tries to spin behind the right and out of bounds line. Right in front of the Hamburg bench. You know, I talked about how much, how important winning is here at Hamburg. Um, Hamburg's three coaches. Um, Glenn Miller, the head coach. Derek Goodwin, the assistant. And Brad Kummer, the other assistant. So, and we're about to go out of bounds here. No points. Let's see what happens. And we're out of bounds. So we're still on our feet. Glenn Miller won 148 matches in his career here at Hamburg. Derek Goodwin won 148 matches here at Hamburg. And Brad Coomer won 159 matches in his career here at Hamburg. So what you're trying to say is it's a trio of slackers. Yeah, all, all wrestled on the same team. Now, Brad was a little older than those two, uh, both Glenn and Derek. Uh, were um, teammates in high school. And Nettleton has the first takedown here in the match. That's where just under a minute to go. Interesting fact, I taught both those guys in 12th grade history. They, they must have dominated the lead back then. Uh, they were outstanding back then. And they had other guys who were just as good as them. Um, you know, they had, and, and as, we got an escape here for Holman as, as Nick puts him on his feet. 38 seconds ago here in the first period. They were phenomenal. Um, they had you know, Nick right into a leg sweep, kicks the leg down, has a takedown there, second takedown of the period, and it's now 4-1. Gets a quick escape here. 25 seconds ago here in the first period. Again, gets the front headlock, gets home into the mat, spins behind here to the left. He's got to step over that leg. There's his two for takedown. And now it's 6-2 with just over 10 seconds ago here in the period. But yeah, Jerry, they were phenomenal. They were absolutely phenomenal. And it's the 2005 to 2010 time period. So we're 6-2 we're here to the first period for Nettleton. Nettleton's choice, he takes bottom. Nope, take that back. It's Red's choice. They went to the table and corrected that. And so... Homan deferred here. Nettleton still chose down again. So. And we're underway here in the second period. 6-2, Nick Nettleton. Hits a little Peterson roll here. Gets out to the side. Gets now. Doesn't get the Peterson. He spins out front. Spins behind and gets the reversal. He's going to push him away. Probably give him a point here. One red escaped. So Holman gets his third escape. Again, right over to the overhook. Buries the head onto the mat. Chases the sock here to his left here as he tries to get behind. Hooks the left arm. Uh, hook the left leg with the left arm. Step over and there's the two. So now it's 10-3. 
as Holman gets to his feet. Nettleton trips, brings it to the mat. Now he's going to push him out of bounds. There's the escape. And we're back on our feet. It's 10-4. And we're out of bounds. Nettleton right back to that front headlock. Gets Holman to the mat. Spins to his left. Holman tries to face as he spins to his left as well. Nick now reaches across for the hip. Now he drops down. Goes to go the other way. Holman blocks it. Right back to that same position again. 50 seconds to go here in the second period. It's 10-4 Nettleton. Now he hooks the leg with his left hand. He's going to try and circle it. Steps over it. There's the two for the takedown. Nettleton's fifth takedown of the match as he gives an escape right now to bounds line. Five takedowns, five escapes. And we got a re reversal added in there. It makes it 12-5 as we're back on the line on our feet. And we're underway here. 30 seconds to go in the second period. Nettleton tries a little throw by there. Goes to a sweep single to his right. Doesn't come up to it. Comes right back to that front headlock. Now he tries to jack up Homan. Puts him on the mat. Gets the leg. And they're out of bounds. Stalling call on Homan here. Nick quick aggressive, 10 seconds to go. Shoots in a single to the right leg. Cuts it to the left now. We're over the top, gets the two takedown there, four seconds to go. And he's gonna get near fall out. And there's two near fall. It's now 16 to four, 16-5, sorry. It's Holman's choice. He selects bottom, trailing by 11. Now he's gonna look for the tech fall here or a pin. Once he gets it to about 14. Nettleton gets on from the left side. Switches over to the other side. Breaks home and flat. Just goes to a one-on-one -on, -one on the left side here. Tries to bring the arm out. Lifts the arm out across the back here. Now Holman slips the arm back underneath, gets his hip back on top of his left arm. Now Nick has it out again. Nick has the arm across the back now. Tries to pinch the arm with the left knee. Stalling again on red. One penalty point for... Nettleton, it's now 17-5. Just over a minute to go here. Now he rips Holman's head to him here to the left. Puts Holman to his back. If he doesn't pit him, it's going to end the match here. And there's the fall. Five minutes and 16 seconds in. Winner by fall for Exeter. Nick Nettleton in a time of 5-16, and that gives a 12-0 lead for the Eagles. As we go to 189 pounds for the Eagles, this will be Johnny Miller and Mason Semmel for the Hawks. Miller and Semmel here at 189 pounds.
And the rest of us shake hands. And we're underway here at the referee's whistle. Again, Semmel's a sophomore, 6-11 and on the season. Miller, a senior, as we just talked about, got his 100th win this past weekend. Comes in tonight's match with a 31-2 record. He's right into the takedown. He turks the leg, elevates it. Now he tries to throw his right leg in here. Miller has the right boot in, laying across the back to the left here. Power halves with his left arm, under Semmel's left arm. Now he throws the other boot in. He's got both of them laced in. Go half Nelson on the left side here, trying to turn him. Lost the legs, though. Now he goes to a cross-face cradle. Semmel bases out. Again, Miller punches at the left elbow, trying to extend it out so he can get the tricep. Now he's got the tricep with his left hand. Posts his left hand behind the knee. He's got the cradle locked up with a minute to go here in the first period. He brings Semmel back over his right leg. He's got him tight. Has the five count. He's got to pinch his elbows. And there's the fall. One minute and 14 seconds into the period. Winner by fall for Exeter, 189 pounds, Johnny Miller. It runs it to 18 to nothing. As we go to 215 pounds, at 215 pounds, we should have Ryan Peterson against Derrigan Motto. Motto and Peterson here at 215. Again, Mike, big dudes. Yeah, these are only 215 pounds. Wait till the next guys. Charles Shepard's a pretty big guy over there for Hamburg at heavyweight. And we'll put Luke Curlin here for Exeter. But right now it's Peterson against Motto. This was a 5-3 match last year, Peterson over Motto. Ryan's got himself caught on an underhook here on the left side. He's got to bring his arm in. There he goes. Nice job working himself down. And they go out of bounds. And we're back to a restart here. A minute 30 go in the first period. Motto drops down to his knees, trying to get Peterson over top, but Peterson does a nice job defending there. Good balance on his feet. Motto takes a little bit of a throw there. Now he's got Peterson in a double, double arms, goes to the left leg, elevates the leg, tries to cut down, bear hugs it. Peterson trying to get himself square here. Inside trip, Peterson's gotta get his hips down. He's in trouble now. There's the takedown for Motto. No near for all on it. Just a takedown. Ryan got himself a little high there. Motto comes out to the left side. Peterson gets to his feet. Turns in and gets the escape. And it's 2-1 with 40 seconds to go here. Now Motto had both arms hooked last time and then stepped through the trip. So Ryan's got to keep control of his hands here and hand fight well. Keep good head position here. 30 seconds to go in the first period, 2-1. Derek tries to push him by. Peterson does a nice job. Just over 10 seconds to go here. Again, Derek tries to slide by. Ryan's pushing a lot with his upper body, leaning in, which causes him to be off balance. And ends the first period there. Derrigan's choice here, the second. 
leading 2-1. He defers. Peterson takes bottom, trying to get on his feet and tie this up. Peterson gets to his feet. Derrigan brings it back to the mat. I think we may have had locked hands there, but uh, referee Homo was not able to get in position in time. Now Peterson gets back to his feet again. Front trip by Derrigan. <clears throat> brings him to the mat. Has a 2-1-1. Peterson works back to his base again. Now he gets back to his feet. Again, Derrigan tries to front trip. Peterson turns back inside. Has the escape. It's tied 2-2 now. Again, we're back to a tie up here, right in the edge of the circle, pretty much in front of the scorer's table. One minute and nine seconds to go here in the second period. It's a 2-2 tie. Again, a little blow by. Tries to throw Peterson by. There it is again. Peterson's got to control the elbow here. He's got to control his elbow. He's got himself in trouble here. We're going to get two for Derrigan. Now he reaches across underneath. Peterson grabs the far elbow, trying to pull it underneath and try to circle around through it. Now he goes to a near side cradle. He has it locked up. Tries to put Peterson to his back here. And now he's going to get Peterson over here. 29 seconds to go. Now he's going to possibly reroll. Nope. Peterson's in trouble here. 15 seconds to go. And there's the fall. Three minutes and 43 seconds. Winner by fall at 215 pounds. Derrigan Mata with the fall for Hamburg. Puts them on the board 18 to 6. As we go to heavyweight, <clears throat> this will be Charles Shepard for the Hawks against Luke Curlin for the Eagles. Shepard is 16 and 7. Curlin is 3 and 6. That last wrestler, Derrigan Motto, was 17 and 6 on the season. Uh, again, tough match there. Uh, Ryan Peterson beat him last year 5-3. So now we're at 285 pounds. And right away, Curlin gets up high. This is where he gets himself in trouble all the time. And he gets shrugged right by. Always waits forward. Takedown for Shepard. To his back on a claw right here. Legs are laced in for Shepard. 140 to go here in the first. And Curlin bellies down. Three near fall for Shepard. And it's 5 nothing. He goes right back to work. On Curlin, breaks him flat, riding him on his hips here. Forces his head down. Curlin's on the mat, taking some resolite on his forehead. Now a power half on the left side. Shepard chases to his left here, puts Curlin to his back. And there's the fall, 53 seconds into the first period. That makes it 18 to 12 as we go to 106 pounds. And this will be Molly Lubinow for the Eagles here at 106. And this will be Isabel Wilkins for the Hawks at 106. 
So Wilkins and Lubinell at 106. And we're underweight, 106 pounds. Two young ladies circle the mat. Wilkins gets an underhook with the left arm, slaps Molly down to the mat. Molly controls the elbow. Wilkins tries to throw her over a cement job. Molly breaks herself free there. Molly takes a shot to the left, has the leg underneath her, circles to her right now. Now she gets flattened out. She's got to knee slide herself back up here. She's got to build her base underneath her here. She steps over, and she gets taken over. She, she, she put herself in, in takedown criteria right there by stepping over the leg. She's got to work up to her base now. Wilkins goes to a cross-wrist ride, brings her, returns her to the mat. Molly breaks the wrist free. Gets to her feet now, and she gets the escape. It's 2-1. Wrestlers circle themselves out of the middle of the mat over the, the Hawk H here in the logo. Molly takes a shot to the far left leg. Now she works herself up, and there's the takedown for Molly Lubinow. Trying to lock underneath here. She's got the cross wrist right with the right hand. She goes hard to a cross face cradle. Trying to lock up the cradle here. She's got it locked up. 20 seconds to go. Wilkin tries to block her leg. Molly's got to put herself over. There she goes. Oh, only gets a one count there, 10 seconds to go. She's got to get back and cover her hips. Oh. Blood time red. And with that, we're going to step away. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a health care provider on your schedule from wherever you are. Simply open the free app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one -on -one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, and even get a referral if needed. Learn more at pennstatehealth.org forward slash on demand. The arena's been shut. The ice has been melted. The stands have been empty. empty. But a new day has dawned. The lights are back on. The ice is frozen. The boys are back. It's time to get back to hockey. Your Ruddy Royals and the ECHL are back at Santander Arena. Get your tickets now. We'll sell you the whole seat but you'll only need the edge. It's the Exeter Sports Network. And uh, blood time has stopped here for Wilkins, and we have 10 seconds to go here in the first period. Lubinow gets on from the right side. She gets called for a caution in the starting position, leading 3-2. She did not have her hand over the navel area. Nope, she doesn't have it again, but they're going to give it to her. She goes far ankle, uh, tight waist far ankle. Wilkins steps right over it. Molly's got to put a Merkel on right here, three seconds. 
And she gets a reversal for Wilkins right at the buzzer. Molly needed to throw the Merkel there. She got Wilkins to step over her, her leg, and she's got to throw the Merkel. Wilkins' choice here to start the second. She to first, leading 4-3. Molly Lubinell takes bottom. <clears throat> and we're underway here in the second period. We got locked hands on Wilkins. So penalty point, locked hands. <clears throat> so on the whistle, Molly clear her hands right up to the sky. And Wilkins locked her hands around the waist. So that's one penalty point. We're tied 4-4 now. Molly gets to her, tries to get back to her feet again. Wilkins locks on. Around her waist. Molly to her feet. Tries a front trip here. Molly turns back in. Molly's got to go away here. She's got to go away. Not in. And she's back down. Wilkins gets control there. Wilkins had her leg as Molly tried to get to her feet. She can't hold Molly down. Molly's got to keep working here. Head up, stand up. Wilkins tries to throw a leg in to the right side. Molly catches the leg. Now she turns herself back. Now Molly has a chance here to cut to a double. She's out in front here. Wilkins tries a cement job. Molly's got to keep the elbow tight in the right side. There's the headlock for Wilkins, and it's not there. Reversal for Molly Lubinell. And she now takes a 6-4 lead. Running a power half on the left side. She's digging her feet in. She's trying to run this over. She's got to go across Wilkins' body here, not over the front. Here now she's got her chance here. She's got to keep stuffing the head down. Molly's got her leg caught underneath, and we get potentially dangerous. That was a full Nelson, I think. We're going to get one point here. Yep. So Molly tried to switch hands there. She gets caught for the penalty point. And now it's 5-6. 50 seconds ago here in the second period. And we're started here 50 seconds ago. Wilkins tries to sit out. Lube now knocks her back down to the mat. Now she's looking for that cross face cradle. She's got the bulldog with the right leg. Now she hard cross face trying to run it to the ankle. She's got to capture the elbow in that cross face. She's got a power half in here. Molly's got to stay with it. one move here. She, she's, she's trying five different things. Settle down, run the cross face cradle, post in the hand behind the knee. And now she goes right to the half. Nelson again, she gets re-rolled over. Again, tried to do two things at the same time. Reversal here for Wilkins. Molly's on her back, 10 seconds to go. Now Molly reverses Wilkins. She drives in and gets the reversal. So we had three near fall. So it should be, let's see, four, five, nine, ten, nine, ten, Molly's lead. Should be nine, ten, Molly's lead. No, I'm sorry, it should be ten, ten, that's right. Ten, ten tie. Tight match, Mike. Tight match, because a lot of, again, now if, if this girl takes bottom, Molly has got to work just one pinning combination. She's trying to cross-face cradle and then throwing her half Nelson. Off balance being re-rolled. She's got to just work one pinning combination. Tight waist here, far ankle, break her down, go cross-face cradle, capture the tricep, and stay with the cradle. Stay away from the half Nelson. Now she's got a two-on-one, breaks her flat. There's the half Nelson. 
Now she goes crossface, has a tricep. Just keep working. Now she goes to half Nelson again. Now she has herself way up too high. She gets to her feet, does Wilkins. She gets the escape. And it's 11-10, Wilkins, 1.25 to go here. Molly shoots a single to the left side. Wilkins sprawls back. Molly's got a build here. Gets to her feet. Tries a back trip. Now she gets to the leg again. Now she's gonna step over. She's got a circle to her right hard. Molly has the left, the right leg of Wilkins. She's got to work to her right now. Ten, one minute to go. Now Molly comes out through the legs, reaches up. Now she puts her in, in, in criteria, gets the takedown. Two near fall. Now 14-11. Again, now she's got to just stay behind, not get out. She's got to work a bulldog here. Wilkins gets to her feet. Molly grabs the leg, works back up. She, she, she's got to, again, she's trying too many things at one time. Slow down, break her down flat. It's the A, B, C, not A to D. 24 seconds to go here. Molly's got to break her flat and work from behind. Now she works from behind. She has her broken flat. Now just stay in that position and be physical there. Trying for that cross face cradle. 10 seconds to go. She's got to stay with this. Molly steps over, and that's going to end the match. Molly's going to win this 14-11 for the decision for Exeter. 14-11 decision, runs it to 21-12. As we go to 113 pounds, this should be Ian Lubinow. And I think Ian's going to get a forfeit here. Let's see. Dude, that was a great battle between those two. Yeah, it was. They did a nice job. Again, a little bit rushed here and there, but... It's a forfeit for Lubinow. Makes it 27-12. We go to 120 pounds. This should be for Exeter, Joe Henderson, and Evan Fix. Fix is a 10th grader, three and eight. Henderson a sophomore as well, 17 and 14 on the season. We're underway here, 120 pounds. Fix goes to a shot to his left right off Joey's right leg. Joey cross-face sprawls, has the far ankle in the cross-face, has the tricep here. He steps over the leg, does Joey. There's two for the takedown. Now works a cross-face cradle against Evan Fix. He has it locked up, 133 to go in the period. Brings Fix back to his back. Should get the fall here, and there it is, 33 seconds. And that makes it 33 to 12 with the fall. Now we go to 126 pounds. And this is where it got interesting is when they talked about stuff. I believe they're going to send out Shannon Govern, a freshman, three and five on the season. And Exeter is going to send out for the first time all year Shazier Woody. I'm not sure why they want this match after Hamburg. Um, but we'll find out here. So this is Chaz Woody's first match of the year. 
Chaz is, is a junior. And Govern is a freshman. And we're underway. Woody takes a shot to the left right away. Gets the takedown. Tilts, tilts Govern to her back here. He's got two points out of it. Now he gets two near fall and gives the escape. Right into the takedown. Woody has the takedown again. 6-1. Has a 2-on-1 on the left arm. Govern breaks the hold. Now she reaches over, tries to pull him down. A little bit of a wrist roll there. Woody pulls the near ankle. Now Woody puts a bulldog on the right leg with his left leg, lacing it over. Shannon Governor's face smashes, face, uh, headgear's over her face right now, so I don't think she can see. She looks like Van Vader back from wrestling back in the day in WWE. So now he has half Nelson in for Woody, getting back points here. 30 seconds to go. Two near fall for Woody. Now eight to one, 20 seconds to go. Now he has a, a near side cradle locked in. Now just with a cross face. And we're at 10 seconds to go here in the first period. Now he jumps to the other side, grabs the near side cradle. Five seconds, gonna get back points out of it, maybe the pin. Two, one, and there's the fall in 159 for Shazier Woody. And that makes it 39 to 12. As we go to 132 pounds in a matchup which was the Constellation Finals two weeks ago at 126 pounds. For the visiting Eagles, Conlon Boyer, and for the home Hawks, this is Daniel Brady. Brady and Boyer at 132 pounds. Both wrestlers are freshmen, I believe. Yep. Uh, Brady comes in with a 12 and 9 record. Boyer a 12 and 14 record. And so we're underway here at 132. Wrestlers tie up here. Boyer goes two on one. Brady goes to an overhook. Back to a tie up here. Need the rest of the shot yet. We're 40 seconds into the period. Couple bluffs. Now Boyer shoots, Brady sprawls, back to the underhooks. Under a minute to go, this was a 4-3 match uh, two weeks ago. 
37 seconds ago. Boyer shoots now, has the right leg. Brady sprawls back. Has the underhook, he's gonna try and throw him here. And we're out of bounds, on our feet. 23 seconds ago. Ten seconds ago here. Two one one. Two seconds. And one. And we're tied. Nothing, nothing. This will be Brady's choice. He'll take down here to start. He'll take down, tied, nothing, nothing. So it's nothing, nothing after the first. Brady takes bottom. Where we'll get on from the left side. And we're underway here. Brady gets to his feet. There's the escape red. Brady now has the escape. Boyer shoots into the right leg now. Doesn't circle with it. Brady catches him underneath. Tries to come up through the legs now. He's got a score here. There's going to be the two. Oh, didn't get it. Son of a gun. We get a stalemate call. We're on our feet. 50 seconds, 58 seconds to go. to the tie up here. Ah, uh, Boyer took a shot, missed everything. And Brady got the takedown. It's now three nothing. Twenty-three seconds ago, Collins trying to get a point here. Stalling on red, one point. Out of bounds, four seconds ago. It's three-one. Brady's lead. Four seconds, this period will end here on the restart. Ooh, a little tight ways. And that ends the period. It's 3-1 Brady going to the third. Boyer's choice, he'll take down. So Boyer needs an escape and a takedown here to take the lead. Tries to switch, has the leg. Oh, 
Warrior gets to his feet. One twenty to go here. Warrior back down flat in the mat. Brady on top of the hips here. Warrior gets back to his base. Hits the switch. They're out of bounds. One oh eight to go here. It's a three one lead for Hamburg's Brady over Exeter's Boyer. Brady gets back on from the left side. Warrior tries to switch. Brady covers. Now, under a minute to go. Boyer's got to build to his base here. Running out of time. Boyer tries to get to his feet. He gets to his feet. Now he tries to switch. He gets the reversal. And we're out of bounds. It's tied. I think he's got to let him up right here. He's got to let him up. He's going to ride and give up an escape at the end of the match. Let him up now and work the takedown. Again, Brady's getting to his feet. Ten seconds to go here. See, I, I, I was dumb coaching, dumb coaching. Escape for Brady there, and he wins it. Score of four to three. Coaching mistake, Mike. Uh, you heard me say it with 25 seconds to restart. I let him up. You need to take down to win the match. You're going to ride him when I say he's going to get an escape with five seconds to go. It's exactly what happened. I, I, I. Anyhow, we move on to the next match here. This will be Gavin Geary at 138 pounds against Cohen Carell. I can't yell at the headset on, so... Says who? <laughs> so just the opposite of what it was two weeks ago. Four, three, three, four. So we're going to tie up here with Gavin Geary. A lot of action here. One minute in at 138 pounds. Extras Gavin Geary, another freshman. 9 and 18 in the season against Cohen Carell, 6 and 15, a sophomore. Now Gavin underhook, double underhooks here.
Gavin shoots for the dump. Has the leg, has the arm. He's got to keep circling here. He's got to pop his head now. They're in a wizard position. 25 seconds ago. And there's the takedown for Gavin Geary. Good work for Gavin to keep on working there. And that ends the first period. Gavin Geary up 2-0. Geary defers. Correll takes bottom. Jerry, interesting fact here about Hamburg area. They have a Congressional Medal of Honor winner from the Vietnam War, Richard Eschbach, Eschberger. Yes. was um, a, a, a man who held off attacking North Vietnamese uh, fighters so injured soldiers could get onto a helicopter, um, and he, he did it for about 20 minutes. By himself? By himself, yeah. Oh, they um, did road after him, didn't they? Some portion of 61 or something? Yes, they did. Um, there's a really nice plaque and, and replica of the Congressional Guard of Honor in, in the lobby of the high school here. Um, but, um, yeah, he, he was, uh, if you know about Vietnam, obviously, he was in one of those pseudo organizations that the government hired <laughs> when they took all the guys from the Air Force and Marines and, and made them their own little company and set them up in Laos where we weren't supposed to be. Right. And uh, we were trying to get them out because they were being overrun. And uh, he stood there and, and, and with the, you know, obviously with the machine gun and just kept keeping people at bay so injured soldiers get in the, the uh, helicopters and, and flown away, and he did not make it. I was, that was my next question. He did not make it. Dude, that's a true hero. It is, really is, yeah. And Gavin Geary's got a bar in here 45 seconds ago, left side. <laughs> 30 seconds left, Gavin's gotta cover the hips here as, as Crell changes over. Headgear's down over Crail's neck. Now they're going to stop the match with the headgear. And Geary gets on here with 24 seconds. He's going to be called the caution here. Kind of just slumped down on top of the guy. Gavin breaks him flat here with 15 seconds to go. Well, tries to sit out to the right here. Geary covers. And that'll end the second period. It'll be Geary's choice here, leading 2-0 yet. Gavin takes bottom.
Gary gets forward here. Correll holds on the leg. Gary tries to mule kick out. Correll forward. Correll covers up. We got locked hands here. It's going to be a penalty point for Gavin Geary. Now it's 3-0 Geary. Gavin gets to his feet and a restart again. Now he turns in, he has the escape. He's up 4-0 now with the escape. He has a front headlock going here, trying to get Correll to the mat now. Uh, and we're out of bounds here. 131 to go in the in the match. Give me the front headlock. 115 to go here. Now he hooks up to the left leg, has a near side cradle, puts Corral to his back. And there's the fall. Four minutes and 53 seconds in for Gavin Geary. That makes it 45 to 15. As we go to 145 pounds, this will be Tanner Karras for the Eagles against Mason Fisher for the Hawks. Fisher and Karras here at 145 pounds with just two matches to go. And we're underway here at 145 pounds. Fisher a much lankier wrestler than, than Karras. Harris a little more well-built here. Harris goes to a shot, blocked by Fisher. Fisher's looking for a headlock here. Harris spins to the side. And there's the takedown for Harris. Now he drives forward. He has the takedown. Now he has Fisher to his back. Oh, he rolls back over. Trying to suck him back here. He's got to grab over top of the head. There it is. Now Tanner's out on top. He's got Fisher down here. He's got the arm, the left arm trapped with his left arm. He's got his right arm underneath the head. Never saw a ref. Oh. <laughs> and there's the fall, 107. I was going to say, I never saw a ref jump over the wrestlers before. Yeah, that, that happens often, actually. And that makes it 51-15 to 15 as we go to the final match of the night here. This will be Logan Monroe, an 0-9 freshman, against Matt DePiro, a 14-10 sophomore. DePiro and Monroe here in the final bout at 152 pounds. And we're underway here at 152 pounds. DePiro takes a double leg shot. He's in tight. Jerry, you know how I feel about Matt DePiro. If he shoots, he wins. You've said it before. And there's his takedown. He's up 2-0. Little tilt, tilt, little hazard roll tilt there that Monroe's able to roll through. 
Tries to hit it again. Now he's getting back points here. He's got his three near fall points. Breaks the hold. We're 40 seconds into the first period here. Now Monroe tries to sit out. DePiro snaps him back down. Getting more back points here. Now DePiro has him. Has the far elbow. Underhook the right arm. He's got a circle to the head now. He's got a circle towards the referee right now. To his right. Now he goes over the top of the half Nelson now. 40 seconds to go here in the period. Got a deep half now. Deep half, he's got to get off the body though. He's got his leg stuck on the body. Nope. And Monroe bellies down near fall three again. That's eight nothing. DePiro pulls him back in 20 seconds ago. Now he's gonna roll him out of bounds. 17 seconds ago. Piro looks for a little tilt here off the action of the whistle, but nothing happens. We're at 10 seconds to go here. It's 8-0. Now he rolls it back through, has it tight. And he gets three more near fall right at the end of the period here, making it 11-0. It'll be Matt DePiro's choice here to start the second period. He takes neutral. And we're underway here in the second period. DePiro looking for a takedown to near fall. If he doesn't pin him, he'll tech fall him. There's the double. Lifts. He's got the takedown. Look, he has the half now. If he doesn't pin him, it'll end the match in a tech fall. He's got a minute and 35 seconds to keep fighting here. And there's the fall. Two minutes and 32 seconds for Matt DePiro. And that'll wrap it up here tonight. 57-15. We'll be back with a recap of all the matches right after this. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. It's one of the most significant decisions any president can make. One that outlasts presidencies and had ramifications for decades to come. your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a health care provider on your schedule from wherever you are. Simply open the free app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one -on -one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, and even get a referral if needed. Learn more at pennstatehealth.org forward slash on demand. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt. 
one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Now let's get back to the match on the Exeter Sports Network. And that'll finish up here tonight. 57-15 for the Eagles. Um, this will probably be our last meet of the year. So I want to thank everybody for listening all year long with us as we go into the postseason. We are going to try and bring you sectionals from Governor Mifflin. Uh, we're, we're working that right now, but uh, we'll certainly post that out on social media if that does happen. Um, but again, tonight we start with Finn Strauss at 1-6. You got a forfeit. Nick Nettleton got a pin in 516 at 172. Johnny Miller a fall at 114 at 189. Um, Ryan Peterson got pinned in 343, uh, giving Hamburg their first points. Uh, Lucas Kerlin got pinned as well in 53 seconds, uh, giving Hamburg their 12 points. And then Molly Lubinow went out, won a 14 to 11 decision. Ian Lubinow got a forfeit. Joey Henderson got a fall in 33 seconds. Shazier Woody had his first match of the year, got a fall in 159. Uh, we lost at, one at 132. Conan Boyer lost 4-3 to uh, Daniel Brady. At 138, Gavin Geary got a fall in 413. Danny, uh, Danny Karras, yeah, that's his uh, <laughs> grandfather and uncle. Um, Tanner Karras got a fall in 107. And Matt DePierre went out and got a fall in 232 to make it 57-15 for the Eagles. Um, if you're looking for more wrestling action, it has involved extra wrestling. Um, Friday night is going to be the best opportunity to see uh, the best wrestling in the nation at the college level and an extra alumni. So Friday night, live on the Big Ten Network from Carver, Hawkeye Arena, 8 o'clock. Number one in the nation, Penn State, takes on number two, Iowa. Uh, and the number three wrestler at 133 pounds, Austin DeSanto, the all-time win leader for Exeter, will be taking on the number one wrestler in the nation, Roman Bravo Young. Uh, DeSanto's 11-0 in the season. RBY is 10-0 in the season. And uh, Bravo Young's the defending national champion. Last year, uh, DeSanto got third at nationals. So Penn State, number one, against um, Iowa, number two. And that's for the Big Ten first place seed going to uh, the Big Ten Championships next week. And then, if you want to see more extra wrestling, Sunday, the 30th, Clarion hosts Hofstra and Kent State, starting at 1.30. And that's time to fear the stash. Take a look at Tyler Bagoli's picture on the Clarion website, sporting a, a, a nice little mustache there. Uh, Ty is 7-3 uh, in the season. He'll be wrestling at 285 pounds for the Clarion Eagles as they take on Hofstra and then Kent State. Uh, so, again, opportunity to see some extra alumni wrestle uh, this coming weekend as well. Mike, what did you write to me this afternoon about the uh, possibility? Of there, a there's a possibility, depending how it plays out tonight and this weekend, that we could work ourselves into the Berks County Team Championships, uh, but I, I'm not sure what will happen. We may have too far to go try and catch Mifflin, uh, but we'll find out tomorrow. We won't know anything until tomorrow. Okay. All okay. Right. So again, um, that wraps it up here tonight. As I said, 57-15. Um, you know, you can catch Exeter Boys basketball this week uh, on Friday night. The boys are at Conrad Weiser. Airtime for that tip-off is usually around 7:15 with Darren Ziner uh, on Exeter Sports Network Channel One. And then again, um, 
you know, that'll wrap it up for us unless we get a chance to either do sectionals or the dual team championships. I am in negotiations for sectionals. Okay, so uh, again, we'll get that out on, on social media so you know. We'll put it on the Exeter Wrestling website as well as uh, yeah, Twitter. We put stuff out there on JG Media. If this is the last one, though, Mike, you did an amazing job as usual. Well, thank you, thank Jerry. You. Anyhow, that wraps it up here tonight for Hamburg. Exeter wins it 57-15. For my producer, Jerry Galloff, this is Mike Boyer signing off. Thanking you all season long for joining us for Exeter Wrestling. Uh, from everyone here at JG Media, good night, everyone. You've listened to the Exeter Sports Network. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of Exeter Boys Wrestling on the Exeter Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph on the web at pennstatehealth.org, Meg's Quilted Memories at megsquiltedmemories.com, and the Reading Royals at royalshockey.com. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellif Media. Good night.